0: Three, two, one. Here we go. What's up everybody? Happy Monday. Your work day is over. Rejoice! I say rejoice, pick up a beer, have a scotch or a bourbon or whatever, or just a non-alcoholic drink if you will. Water is rather refreshing at this time of year. Um, it is the Monday edition of the Dennis and Andy Show with those sunglasses off. You're probably wondering, It's the Dennis and Andy show. Where's Dennis? That son of a bee is taking a little vacation. Can you believe vacation? What is vacation? You know that man's not a freelancer because us freelancers don't know what the word vacation is. But he is taking one, so I'll let him have it. I did talk to him and I said, you know, if you get back from your little dinner, wherever you're at, he's not in state. I said, you feel free and pop in, but no pressure. Okay, no pressure. Um, Tonight is the interview show. So we're bringing back our bud, Clint Helinski, because he's got a new campaign, the Blue Bombshell, which he's going to tell us all about. Um, I've already backed it. Uh, I love uh, good uh, humor-looking stuff, and Clint's artwork is really cool as well. So we're going to talk about that um before we bring them on i know we like to give all our guests a rather rousing round of applause oh my god they're so excited to see you <laughs>
1: what's up annie
0: mr clint holinsky in the house how's it going man
1: ah it's going well man it's going well summer's in full tilt here and uh Getting ready to, for the 4th of July, got a stack of fireworks in the garage to shoot off, so um, finishing up some uh, sketches, original art sketches for the Pirate Queen this week, and I'm going to take a few days off and enjoy the 4th, so things I are things are rolling the right direction.
0: What's up, Hyper Kaiju in the house? That's good, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the extended weekend. I mean, you know, my wife's off Monday, that's the typical thing, and I'll probably still come up here and do something. Oh, yeah, hard for me when i'm when I'm in town and it's a three day weekend like that for me not to do something. You know, it just feels weird. like what you said, doing,
1: like freelancers don't have vacation. Like there's always just something you could tinker around on for like an hour yeah, or two.
0: exactly. Yeah. and that's just it. if if I do like an hour, I mean, if obviously, if I'm under a deadline gun, Then it doesn't matter. I work until I get it done. But you know, as of right now, I'll probably, you know, like you said, just do something for a couple hours, just have that feeling of satisfaction, (laughs) like I did something. I I don't know about you, but I feel guilty taking a a day off.
1: I like I'll take days off, but like I like to get the stuff that I want done. Like as a freelancer, you always kind of like schedule out this is what I need to do on these days. And then if you don't get it finished, then it's like bugging you kind of. So if yeah. I can get stuff done before those days off, I'm, I'll take days off. But uh, if, I, if I don't get what I have locked in my head, what needs to be done, then it's like, yeah, I've got to get this It finished.
0: stresses you some. Like I'm trying to learn, like I'm doing this, this side gig right now. And, um, you know, for a reoccurring client, it's around this time every year and deadline wise i'm in great shape i'm in great shape but kind of like you said this morning i set in my head i want to get this much done today on it and as of now i've got probably i'm just looking over at my desk at it i probably have an hour left and it is it's it's really like in the back of my mind like oh. but once again i'm not Like when we're done, I'm not going to spend an hour on it because I'm totally, totally fine deadline wise. Yeah. So that hour bleeds to tomorrow, no big deal. But it really is on me because I set this goal and I didn't meet it.
1: Yeah. And I think most freelancers, it's like that's almost the mentality you have to have because you're your own boss. Like, Like if you don't push yourself to get this stuff done, then it does all like you do fall behind. And the second you fall behind... You're pissing off the client and you're probably screwing up what you, your next gig is, you know. Plus, right. so you keep yourself moving on this stuff and, you know, you're you're always working towards the next gig, basically. So it's like you have to get everything done the way, you know, on that schedule that's working in your head.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, let's not mess around. Let's bring up your campaign here. <laughs> There she goes, the blue bombshell. Yeah. Day, so it's been up for ten. For how long has uh, it been up? Yeah,
1: since last a week ago, Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So this will be yeah, like day ten of it, I, I suppose. Yeah. And it's a thirty-day campaign, so twenty days. Yeah,
0: yeah that's what I, I didn't know if you did a little more than thirty. So it's thirty. Yeah. So it's been up for ten, and you're crushing yeah, it. Yep.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was I was ecstatic about the first week. You know, you get these things started and like I stress out like the week before I'm launching, it's like, I'm stressed out. You don't know how it's going to go. You don't know if you're going to catch the audience's attention or anything like that. So like I'm doing everything up to the right last minute to like, come up with ideas and, and things to, you know, kind of promote it. So it's like once it launches then I take a little, little, uh, breath, fresh air relief or whatever, but then you want to see people get excited about it. So um, being on this end of the first week, I knew my phone was going to ring as soon as I started. But, but yeah, it's ec- ecstatic with how the first week went.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I get it because, like, I'm, you know, my, my second first man is going to launch. Uh, you know, I was saying for the longest time, June, and obviously we're, we're almost out of June. And I am pushing it a couple more weeks. Just because I I you know the sign up page has been up for a while, and I'm getting yeah. a response on that, but there was never a video, and I finally got the video, which I pushed out today on Twitter and Facebook, and I uploaded it to the sign to the sign up page, so I'm gonna probably push it a couple more weeks to mid July just so I can see if I can get some more sign ups yeah. with the video being part of it now
1: and and I think those two things are for like a good launch right at the beginning. Like I didn't have the video out ahead of time with my mailing list. And I'm kind of wishing I had now. So that's something I'll change definitely next time. But the mailing list is huge about like, you know, getting the word out, getting people's interest and getting them signed out. This is the first mailing list that I did um, with my own campaign. And I mean, it was crucial for getting that like first week. Built big, uh, interest with, uh, with, uh, fans out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, it is funny though. Like you said, you know, when you, when you get to that stage of ready to push the button, there is that little bit, at least for me, it's just so easy to say, Oh, it'll be a couple of weeks. But then, you know, when that date is like two days out, I get a little Just like, Oh my God, is everything there? Did I, is everything set up? Like, yeah. You know, I'm offering people, you know, 10% off that sign up for it and stuff and link in the description below uh, to sign up and mm-hmm. link in the description below for the Blue Bombshell as well. But so I'm offering people 10% off. And that is still one thing I still have to set up. I still have to set up that, you know, that secret. The ring. secret
1: tier. Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't done a secret. I hadn't done a secret tier. I did it with this one. Um, it's worked very, very well. Um, I have more than 171 backers because I have the secret tier and they don't show up, so You're right, yeah. But Mark uh, Polton, who I did um, Sea Dog and Codename Kill Switch with, and obviously he's done Graveyard Shift with John Mailer, oh, yeah. yeah. Like he set up our campaign for Sea Dog and Kill Switch, and he kind of created that secret tier and kind of like explained it to me because I didn't, I mean, until you do it yourself, it's kind of a lot of this stuff is a little bit of a mystery. So, like, that was like a big help for me, and backers love that they want to, you know, get that discount tier and a little something exclusive for signing up to the mailing list. So, yeah, that was, um, that was something that, yeah, like really worked out well for the
0: campaign.
1: Uh, when I did it this time,
0: all right, well, you said let's uh, let's watch the video, sure. I've, I'm very intrigued because I'll be honest, I backed it, I knew I was going to. <laughs> I didn't even watch the video. I, figured I'd, I knew I'd have yawn and stuff. So.
1: Sure, let me, let me fire it up here. I'll get it to a full size. Here we
0: go. Died into adventure
1: with the Blue Bombshell. Alongside her superhero teammates, the Superiors. With her amazing super strength, she only wishes the seams on her costume were as strong. Especially against enemies like Murderer's Row as she faces off against the world's most dangerous villains. The Blue Bombshell is an all-out action and scantily-clad adventure. Danger, intrigue, and a whole lot of skin. Don't miss
0: the Blue Bombshell. <laughs>
1: so I, I have... I definitely shoot for as high a level of cheesiness as possible. With myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, that's all, that is all you need, dude. Yeah. That gets the point across. You know, I don't. You know, I, I guess everybody's different. You know, some people, I guess, flashy videos and stuff really get them. You yep. know, but for me, I'm just like, like I said, I don't, and I've said this before, so it's not against any particular video or campaign, but. I pretty much just, uh, you know, scroll and look, mm-hmm. you know, at what the campaign is and what it has to offer. Then, I'll be honest too. Sometimes I'll scroll up to the video and just hover so I can see how long it is. Yeah, <laughs> and then be like, oh, okay, I'll watch that. <laughs> and I mean.
1: To me, like I like like you're saying, I don't necessarily instantly watch the videos on campaigns. More more often than not, I look to see what the art looks like first. Like if they've got sample pages or you know they got some of the cover art on there, I want to see that. And if that grabs my attention, then I go more in depth to watch the video, look at their reward tiers and whatnot. So, sure, sure. I, I think all of it together. If you put together everything that grabs somebody's interest, it all kind of works. You know, together.
0: All right. Well, take us through the campaign. Sure,
1: sure. You bet. Let's get rid of this. Oops. Oh, I see. Yeah, still really good with uh, all this stuff. So, now, now, basically, like my influences for this, like. Basically, most of my comics are like what I loved when I was growing up, the type of stuff that I enjoyed. Um, Blue Bombshell is like the most powerful woman in her, you know, it's a multiverse. So this this is the universe she's in and she's the most powerful superhero female, hot babe in it. And uh, she's part of their kind of um, like an Avengers Justice League type team called the Superiors. So this is kind of her solo uh, adventure away from that. But like for influences like i love the old uh, uh justice league the humorous justice league with oh yeah new beetle and booster gold and guy gardner so humor wise like that's kind of you know what i'm thinking about and then i was a huge fan and uh, of the old uh, penthouse comics oh yeah adam hughes and kevin mcguire and those guys were working on that stuff and it was kind of similar in vein to the justice league obviously since the, both oh, those yeah. guys worked on that too So, like, that is uh, a big influence on, like, the story and the kind of humor. And then, obviously, you know, have some uh, adult content and nudity with that, uh, with the uh, uh, Penthouse Comics. Sure, sure. Here's the main cover here. um, Blue Bombshell and some of her friends. um, Up on the left in the red, you have uh, Titanium. Uh, Down here in the pink is Cheerleader X. Yeah. Right here is Liberty, she's kind of like a Wonder Woman-esque, um, patriotic superhero. And then uh, over here on the right is uh, Sister Power. Um,
0: <laughs> That's Luke Cage looking for
1: yeah. You. yeah, somebody was speculating whether it was a gender-bent um, Luke Cage or like an alternate reality. I would say like alternate reality Sister. It's like, hence yeah. the name Sister Power. So he was Power Man, so. I just, you know, those kind of jokes I like to throw in there, like little nods nods to the big two universe. But um, the main cover here, 25 bucks for cover A. Um, Then I got the other variant. And obviously I like to mix it up styles. I'm like influenced by a ton of artists and I try to ape their style as much as I can. I'm a huge Adam Hughes, huge Frank Cho, huge Terry Dodson Fan with really beautiful, you know, women. So I'm trying to kind of mimic that type of style with the other variant cover here. Nice. And that one's also for $25. Um, over in the rewards, you can get the combo packed together of both cover A and cover B for $50 there. Um, but just I, I enjoy the variant covers. And since I can't afford these guys, I'll just mimic their styles and draw variant <laughs> covers <to> myself. <laughs> <I agree. laughs> yep. And then um, right here is the third variant. This is the adult variant, so I do have an adult variant. This does have nudity, so the print version, it won't be censored. All this will be out there. So um, at, the at the $100 level and above, everybody can get the the adult variant there if that's what you're interested in. But Ooh. just trying to make all the rewards have some like extra special stuff so uh, people are getting the bang for their buck with it. Um, at the 125 um art box level uh this one is what includes uh the uh sketchbook here and cool. I, posted, I posted some of the retro covers mm-hmm. online. i think some people might have noticed um, Dude, those those are awesome. Awesome. yeah things uh they were super kind of fun to work on but those will all be included in the sketchbook there so um, i've had a couple people ask about that looking for those so um, if you're interested in those at the 125 level and up, you can get the sketchbook.
0: How many pages do you plan on the sketchbook being? It'll be
1: 24 pages, full color. So cool. The, main,
0: the yep. main book is 48. Is that square bound or is it? Um, I'm not yeah, sure
1: what I, I'm right now. I'm gonna probably do staple bound for the 48 page, just because sure. sometimes I've done it both ways and like really, at, like to me, at 60 is where I want square bound. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on where we end up, I might move it over to Squarebound, but it'll kind of depend on. It might be a stretch goal for down the road, depending on uh, yeah. kind of how it goes. But uh, here's some of the uh, bad girls. Like, like I always love a good rogues gallery. You know, Flash has got his, Batman's yeah. got his. I wanted Blue Bombshell to have her own kind of fun rogues gallery. So uh, in the front there is the uh, pink pussy cat. Uh, with the green hair is fetish, and over on the right is uh, bloodthirsty, kind of a vampiric type character. Uh,
0: dude, you come up with some great names. I gotta be I sit there and I struggle with that. I think I overthink stuff too much.
1: Oh, I, like literally, it's like when I'm mowing the grass or washing dishes or some tedious task. My brain is just like doing this all the time, thinking of whatever next ridiculous thing that I can come up for the sure. comic. Uh some uh some art from the interiors there. It's kind of here's some of the superiors. Uh Star Blaster is kind of my uh um and uh the purple torpedo kind of my stand-ins for booster the that's uh, great. Up to some shenanigans. And uh blue Bombshell here is testing out her uh, new uniform. So <laughs> I love it. Keeping it classy,
0: dude. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm going to make it as fun as possible, and I I just want to throw in a lot of stuff, a lot of fun nods to things that most comic fans will kind of get a kick out of. Here, uh, you might be familiar with this pose of the blue bombshell in the ravaged lands. The ravaged lands, nice. <laughs> just change it enough not to get sued is basically the plan. That's right. I
0: love it. The ravaged lands. <laughs>
1: and plus he doesn't love drawn dinosaurs in their comics so um and some more of the rogues gallery here with uh, space ape raptor and deathwing um giving the blue bombshell and her buddies a hard time there and just some little little action shots so you see what kind of happens to the blue bombshell's costume throughout the comic is her
0: is, is it only the female costumes that get torn up and not the males?
1: Well, so some of the guys get, like, maybe, like, they get, you know, an elbow gets uh, <laughs> torn a little bit. But for some weird, curious reason, um, none of, the, like, the chest areas just get torn asunder. Right. Um, yeah, And I, I guess that's just bad luck is what I would say.
0: It, you know, that's all it
1: is. Yeah. Uh, here's the cover for the sketchbook. So again, an homage to the old uh, JLA, wahaha, the the old classic Kevin McGuire covers where everybody's kind of standing in a group and looking up at you. Yep. here the girls are just deciding to help me sell the book a little bit better. <laughs> they're doing they're doing their part to help me uh, make a couple bucks. So
0: that's right. I appreciate
1: work. Yep, I appreciate it here's uh some of the retro covers that i had some fun with uh here Dude, these
0: are great so what's that what is that a cover layout from natural because yeah it's- th-
1: this one i stole a lot from an actual comic so there is an actual old uh miss marvel okay miss marvel you know, I knew yeah, it. i'll give it i'll give it away so i i tweaked it and kind of uh changed it but th- this was an actual cover from the 70s and like, like when you're a kid you don't really think about it but like For Blue Bombshell, this was perfect because it was so phallic. Oh, yeah. And it was like a giant robot on top of a missile blasting the sparrow in the ass. And I wanted to do kind of a fun retro thing to introduce the tromboner. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. So... I kind of fudge the artwork a little bit and move stuff around so it would work out for blue bombshell instead. But yeah, I just, I I thought I got a kick out of it and, you know, see what everybody else's sense of humor. Oh dude,
0: I I love that. That's that's super cool. I often, I had a couple ideas that I was thinking of playing around with for, uh, doing like retro first man covers.
1: Oh yeah, totally.
0: Different ones. Like there's a great, um, Captain Marvel cover with Thanos and uh, Captain Marvel fighting. And I was like, oh, my God, that would be great as Monarch and, you know, First Man. Exactly. And but then, you know, I was like, "Ah, I don't want to get into all these variant covers, but I like what you're doing with the whole sketchbook thing. So yeah,
1: because then you can just throw a bunch of extras and and do the fun artwork. Because, yeah, like I would say two, three variants. If you get more than that, then it kind of. Yeah, like I've, I've seen campaigns with eight, nine variants and it's like, like, all right, if it works for them, that's fine. You know, I'm who am I to tell people how to do it? But that just seems like a little bit of overkill.
0: Yeah, so, I you know, mean, once again, it just comes down to, I think a part of it comes down to the level, you you know, your funding is at, like we're, with your previous campaigns, you know, if you're, if oh, you're yeah. a six figure type crew,
1: Oh yeah, then you can you can, you can, can afford that. as many right. artists and variants as you but, want.
0: But with just you know, with where with with the level that we we're at right now, it's just one of those things. You throw up a variant cover like that, and you only get two of them. You're like, crap. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you got minimum print run, so it's right. like so It's better
0: just, to do a sketchbook, which yeah, I think yeah. is great because then everybody gets them. So
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, the latest one now, this is the one that I just put up and just finished. And I'm a huge John Byrne fan, huge oh, yeah. George Perez fan. So this is kind of my 80s. Their other one was more of a 60s, 70s. This is my 80s. Uh... Sweet Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: May Call <can't>
1: <laughs> So I'm, keep- I'm keeping it super classy, as you can tell. It's very, uh, very serious toned comic book.
0: i love it the man called tripod oh my gosh sweet christmas
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i you know as comic fans i think most people are gonna get the inside jokes with all of this stuff but i kind of i kind of homage george perez's um uh flash um Infinite Crisis cover where yeah, yeah. anti monitor, and then I kind of made him. I went with kind of more of a John Byrne look with the girls because I, I just right. love John Byrne. So, um, I figured it'd be people, people get and that's what I want. I want people to get a laugh when they read <laughs> this comment.
0: So. Dude, that's I, dude, that's awesome. Well, that's yeah. just like I said, you know, I had the idea for the Jim Starlin riff type one back during my first campaign. Not to do it for the campaign first one, but to do a retro cover where literally I would do I would ape you know that style as best I could, almost sure. like the parody ads, you know. Oh but yeah.
1: I, and like fans get a ton of they get a kick out of it too, because like we're all fans of that that stuff. We're all like grew up oh, in yeah. the 70s, 80s, 90s. We all love those old comics and like like now it's like man, I'm like, I can do all this stuff. Like I I figured like illustrator for all the, uh, the fonts and the, the logos and stuff. And it's like, man, I can make my stuff like exactly like the, you know, stuff I grew up on and loved. And so just kind of have some fun with it and, you know, make some retro stuff that kind of a nod to all the stuff that I grew
0: up on. Dude, you know, illustrator way more than I do. I can tell you that
1: yeah it it took like all this stuff that's the thing is all this stuff i've learned i'm like i can do everything to make a comic now like that's what crowdfunding has given me is like from you know print runs to the color to the lettering like all this stuff like i letter all my own comics now it's the thing is is like lettering is not that difficult <laughs> it's just no. a matter of, you know figuring out illustrator a little bit and it's a little different than photoshop but not enough where like if you uh, you know kind of run through it a few times you can't get it but for the for the cover stuff like i have as much fun making the fonts and the logos and stuff for the covers as i do drawing it sometimes because all of a sudden it's like you've got artwork but then you slap those logos on there and I put up the little picture box. So it looks like an old Marvel comic. Oh yeah. Put the, put the title thing at the bottom. I'm like now it looks like a real comic to me. So yeah. 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 I no. get a real kick out of that.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah. Um, and the other thing is then, you know, I've got more, um, um, not always retro covers, maybe just some more hot chick covers and stuff, but like, throughout the campaign, I like to draw new stuff just because, boom, it gets people excited seeing new oh, yeah. art. So that's kind of another promotional thing. And, plus, I'm going to be drawing anyway, so I might as well draw something to sell the book. <laughs> right, right, totally. What do you plan to fulfill it? Um, By the end of the year, uh, most of the interior stuff is done. Um, Like, the sketchbook is where I'll probably – and, I mean, I'll probably be working on that in July and August to have that done yeah. by the end of the summer, so – I mean, this this campaign will end probably in August sometime, and I'll leave it in demand. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'll have this book done in the fall and to the printer. So I plan on um, um, delivering this book to backers. Um, It's listed December uh, 2021, so by the end of the year.
0: uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool.
1: Yep, and then uh like I worked with Mark with Sea Dog, I worked with Mandy with Pirate Queen, and both of those books are gonna be delivering. So like before the end of the year, like people should have like a bunch of comic books for me, which I'll be pretty stoked about.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. I thought I saw another so these are the only two uh, retro covers you've done so far. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think I put anything else. I'm trying. Man,
0: to I swear I thought I saw because I know I saw two, but I thought one was something else on Twitter.
1: I'm
0: trying to think. But I guess not. I, mean, I guess it was these two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I haven't done anything. Yeah, these are the only two. Like, like that look retro like this. Then the, I got the three variant covers, and then the Bring On the Bad Girls. No, that's
0: cool, man. Yep. So, no,
1: it's been fun. I'm like I said, I was ecstatic that people responded the way they did. Um, it grabbed Ethan's attention. He gave it a little uh shout out on his channel, which is always nice to hear that he got a laugh at it. So, oh, very uh, cool. Yeah, so yeah, it was a great first week. And I mean, like, you know how it goes now, you. You you go around to the shows and try to get let everybody in comics gate to know about the book because you know getting the word out is kind of half the battle with these.
0: Oh yeah, totally. You know, unless you have that huge. Oh yeah. Built-in audience like Malin posted on Twitter that he had like 1,900 signups already. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. Just say I do not have 1900
1: sign up. Me neither. But yeah, I'm sure he'll, when he launches, he'll have 2000 already pre signed for his mailing list. So yeah, yeah. he's kind of showed the way of how to, I mean, develop your channel. And like you're doing all the right things. So I mean, it's, it takes time. But yeah, like doing your YouTube channel, doing the rounds, talking with everybody, promoting Comics Gate and promoting your own projects. But yeah. Yeah. it's been interesting. Like, I, I haven't been doing this for that long, but like, I try to, I try to, like, kind of pay attention whenever I'm on a show because there's always like ideas or somebody has, like, done a promotional thing or have some sort of reward perk. Um, just the other day now, I saw somebody had like a hologram card where it, like, when you oh, yeah. kind of moved, uh, Aerith, I think his name is, and uh, he's promoting his own book right now. I'm like, damn! Like that's cool. I gotta look into that. So it's those kind of ideas
0: you kind of pick up along the way to
1: kind of turn into a new reward perk or something.
0: Yeah, no, I'm doing, um, I'm doing a nice little metal bookmark.
1: Oh, let me see. Oh, that looks nice.
0: Hold on, I'll full screen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and it's a bookmark and metallic.
0: Yeah, it's metal. And it comes in this nice little sleeve. Oh, and, oh yeah, dude, it's it's oh it's that's to bend, dude. and then you know the back is just that, but yep. and this isn't the actual art for it. This is just from my original bookmark sure. as, a, as a test that the guy did. But you know, rounded corners, you could easily sharpen this up to slice somebody's throat. <laughs> Turn it into join um, stars. That's right. So that'll be a stretch goal. Oh, that looks awesome this time around. Um and then I'm also going to do, uh, as a stretch goal, an oversized trading card. Oh, so cool. Instead yeah. of, you know, basically double size, I guess it is yeah. roughly twice up. So I'm doing well, that. Uh, that's
1: the, what's so nice about these printing companies now, like all these individual printers can do so many different things that you would have never been able to do like 15 years ago. So, so you yeah. can come up with all kinds of like neat ideas and promotional
0: stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, are you doing, are you doing, are you handling the fulfillment yourself yeah, for this one? I am. Yeah. This is, this book is, this is your just first me go around doing fulfillment.
1: No, I fulfilled before. Um, like I, I always kind of dread it a little bit because I know what goes into it. It's it's, it's the, that is the grind of the campaign. So it's just, you, you got like the, you're, box of mailers over here and your box of comics and your backer boards and your, your, uh, your sleeves and, your yeah. st- t- t- and you just turn into each reward tier. And I've, yeah. I've got it. It's gotten better since I, I started using stamps.com that's made a yeah. huge difference. Pre-printing all the envelopes. Like literally I used to like Sharpie addresses. Did you really? Oh, forget that. I didn't didn't use stamps.com and it was a nightmare.
0: Before stamps.com, uh, I would just use, you know, the USPS website. Yeah. And I would print the label out just on eight and a half by 11 copy paper and then tape it down. Tape it,
1: yeah. And even that gets more, you just tape and tape it Yeah,
0: and I was like, well, once I do this for fulfillment, I'm doing stamps.com so it'll be easier. And then I just bought a crap ton of the eight and a half by 11 where it's two labels on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. Yeah. and Cause I was Love like, I'm not blowing through that tape. I can just yeah. sell adhesive. These things,
1: those sticker labels are awesome. Oh <laughs> like, my God. They're such a lifesaver. The sticker labels literally changed like how I felt about fulfilling because yeah, I did, I did the Sharpies and I would print out a typing paper, cut it and tape it. And it's just like, This is taking even longer, so.
0: Yeah, well, then I saw, actually, I saw this on, uh, uh, Ethan posted a photo today, I believe, of uh, somebody helping doing uh, fulfillment in his warehouse, sitting at a desk, doing, and you could tell, you could vaguely make out, you know, she's doing stamps.com and stuff, but next to her was this little printer. It's like a little printer. It's like this big.
1: And it's it's just it's a label maker, yep.
0: Yeah, it's a stack of labels behind it.
1: You got a and wheel. You can, you can put them on a wheel and they just run through. And,
0: they just, and I'm like, oh, Genius. what is that? Because right now the biggest pain in the butt is, you know, I've just got my normal printer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I shove in – uh, uh, I would shove in a stack of, uh, of labels and then print a bunch and then peel them off, but then I'd have the other side that I still had to print on, so I'd have to make sure – I, I fed them in the right way because yep. let me tell you, there were a few that I printed. I'm printed on the, on the back. Yeah, on the back, which is worthless. And I had to reprint it. And I had to ask stamps.com for a refund because I'm an idiot. And uh, I, I I would print them.
1: I would take the sticker off. I would flip it and I would put it back into the printer so that it would run on the other side.
0: Yeah. Well, the, that's the what address. Really- yep. That's what I was doing too, but my printer is an arm's reach. I literally have to oh, get yep. out of my chair, walk over to it. Yep. you know, and it's just like, oh my god! And I saw that little printer Ethan had, and I'm like, I got to find out where he got that from. That yep. a good investment. And like, ju-
1: just those little things can make a huge difference in fulfillment and like the ease of like getting every all the envelopes stuffed and addressed and everything because. That is probably, for me, the hardest part of, you know, dealing with all this stuff is, you know, just stuffing envelopes. Because then once it's done, you just drop them off the post office. and
0: Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and even now, like, you know, I still mail stuff every week when because it's in demand when orders come in. But, yeah and I didn't even think of this when I bought this mailbox because, you know, we moved into the house and they had an old crap mailbox. So I bought a new one for out front and I got an oversized mailbox. Because I knew packages I would get. Yeah. This is like seven years ago. Sure. I'm so glad I did that because I, I can literally stick in that mailbox, oh, yeah. you know, standing upright, five Gemini mailers. Oh, perfect. Slide yep. them right in. So, so
1: all that extra trips and extra runs for just throwing, uh, you know, getting some uh, backers and in, in demand. Yeah, that makes a huge difference. Oh, it
0: makes such a difference, man. Such a difference. Yeah. Well, uh, I, you know, I wish you the best of oh, course. And, uh, I'm glad you came on. We're doing a little shorter of a show tonight just cause it's, uh, you know, Dennis isn't here and no problem. Absolutely. You know. I
1: appreciate, I appreciate you having me on.
0: Oh, of course, of course. Um, and like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I know I backed it. I'm pretty sure I shot it over to Dennis and, uh, he did as well. So, um, Dude, it's it, it's exciting. Uh, it's fun. All, all this, all this stuff. Like
1: I've been having more fun in Comicsgate uh, than probably a, a big chunks of my career. I mean, I bounced around from lots of different publishers, and I, mean, I would work on fun projects and stuff. But like, um, the Comicsgate crowd, like you know, the online presence, like. It's just it's just fun going on all these shows and talking to fans in the chat and everything It's like a twenty four seven comic book convention kinda you get to like interact with the fans like on a daily basis and when you're running your campaign, like seeing everybody get excited about it um for a creator, that's like the fun part
0: right there, so it's been a blast for me totally you know looking at your campaign makes me think of this.
1: Run, 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 run. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> these are the these are the little things I do for our show. Well, oh, now, I use that more on my morning shows. It's just me for Dennis and I, <laughs> even though he's not here. I'll do it. <laughs> there we
1: go. Oh my!
0: I still got to put music behind that one. Oh my! <laughs> oh, there she goes again. So yeah, I still got to do that. But you know what I like the most is. I can guarantee you nobody that watched this is leaving this show doing this. Nobody's leaving our show with that attitude. No, everybody's leaving it happy. (laughs) Love it. And to end with, before we leave, guys, First Man 2 sign-up page is out. Uh, the link is in the description below. Also, the link for uh, the blue bombshells in the description below, and my first man, stone to man. But I'm gonna debut the trailer on the Dennis and Andy show for Volume Two of First Man right now.
1: Awesome. That
0: looks awesome thanks man i really appreciate the guy i didn't do it i will not take credit for something i didn't do i used it's your Mr. art but uh, he did a great job yeah, on the video. yeah. <laughs> I, that is that is uh graham nolan's uh he hooked me up with the guy that does his videos and uh yeah i mean he hit it out of the park um once again thank you for joining the show clint uh i wish you the best and we of course will talk online and stuff Absolutely. Not. So, uh, guys, uh, I don't know if we're doing anything on Wednesday. Uh, you'll just have to stay tuned to the channel. Remember, hit the like, subscribe, and share button notification. Stay tuned. Uh, I might pop on Wednesday. Dennis might be able to pop on. If he doesn't, I might pop on just for a little bit on Wednesday at our usual time, 5 p.m. Uh, until then, tomorrow, mornings with Andy at 835, I'm talking about uh, – the work I did on the ad, the all-new Adam, issue number 18, where the Adam teamed up with Wonder Woman from uh, a decade or so ago. So until then, guys, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you all later. Bye, everybody.